Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Jacob Albron, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily Hour number two. Congratulations to Jared for winning our HTO giveaway. We're chatting right now about the Chiefs and their maybe perception from around the country. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster here, Chad Chambers producing. So I do think they're the villains now of the NFL. I think you've got conspiracy theorists saying they get all the calls, even though they were like the most penalized team in football this year, uh, which is interesting, and that the league wants them in and yeah, I mean, I think I agree that the league wants them in with Taylor with, with Taylor Swift and everything, but I don't think the league does anything to help them get there intentionally. Uh, Gary points out that if Kelsey keeps running his mouth to kickers and going on shows and uh, cussing people out, the Chiefs will be more hated down the road. See, I, I actually think people like that, Gary. Like, I think, I think one of the reasons for me that maybe the biggest that I think it's it's harder for people to wrap their brains around the Chiefs as villains outside of the fact that they beat your team, right? That's that's always going to be the case. But it's because I, I feel like Mahomes and Kelsey are so relatable, and I feel like Andy Reid, you, you may not love Andy Reid, but he doesn't have the sort of personality, and he's like, you know, he's like the big lovable teddy bear. Even though he can get as grumpy as anybody, you know, in his media availability or whatever, he doesn't he doesn't show it the same way. Like we, you know, he's he's sort of like the adorable NFL character always has been. It's the mustache. It's the, you know, self-deprecating hamburger jokes. It's like whatever it is like we we just we appreciate him. And and he's a brilliant offensive mind. And we appreciate that, too. But Mahomes is relatable, man. Like, that's backyard football that we all grew up playing. That's trash talk that we all grew up watching. Like, he 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 always does and says the right things. I don't remember a time where he says the wrong things. He had a couple of moments this year where he got on to officials. But, like, that was such an outlier to what we've ever seen. And then Kelsey... When I say he's relatable, like, no, he's into, like, fashion and style and all that, and he's dating the world's biggest pop star. That's not relatable. But what's relatable is, like, he's ready to throw down. He's re- Like, all those things where you're like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've been there. I've been there. I, I just think that's the part of it that makes it 
fun to watch them. Like, they always are entertaining us. And, you know, Brady was like an underwear model, right? Like, I, you know, he's a, he's a little, you know, he's this really good-looking guy, and he's 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 on GQ. And, and, and maybe Kelsey is some of that, and maybe Mahomes wants to be some of that and, and does get it, I guess. I, I just, it does feel different to me. And, and the reality is I think Brady's super relatable too. Like he's a world-class beer chugger that, you know, loves sports and, and all these other things. But I don't know. And maybe it's because I live in the middle of it. It has felt different to me though than like the Patriots. The Patriots, everybody hated the Patriots. They had the cheating scandals. They had all of that stuff. I just don't know how much people hate the Chiefs outside of their team actually playing against them. I think they hate the success. You mentioned that before. That's always going to be there. There's nothing you that, can do that's about all, that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, what, probably five years ago, when the Chiefs were the scrappy underdogs coming in, sure. the unproven team trying to knock off Brady and Belichick. Um, and it, there was a, a D Ford penalty that kept the Chiefs from advancing. And then, of course, the the calls were there that the Patriots, you know, get everything. And the NFL Patriots in the Super Bowl. All we've done is swap out the Patriots for the Chiefs. That's basically what's happened five years later. And I think that really it's just the fact that this franchise is riding high. And it's been riding high for a while. And every other franchise and the fans of every other franchise in the National Football League wants to be in that same position. They want to have a generational quarterback like Brady and like Mahomes and, you know, be 100 percent secure in that for the next decade. Plus, they want to be able to have one of, if not the greatest head coaches of all time at Andy Reid and be secure in that and be able to lead that team to multiple championships. Every other franchise in America wants to have what Kansas City has. That's going to breed jealousy. It's going to breed, you know, resentment, all of that. That's what it's going to 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 breed and 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 grow and that's what's happened and we're there right now and as long as this success continues, I think the other thing too is that now we're at a point where the Chiefs and their fans kind of embrace it they kind of relish in it they're kind of like yeah bring it on like we'll take the hate we'll be the villains as long as we can keep winning as long as our franchise is still there every year year in and year out we're okay with that we'll take that yeah look i i get that part of it i and i do think over time it could it could get to that point but what we like the chiefs they've won two super bowls right in this six-year stretch but, like, they haven't even won a back-to-back Super Bowl in it. Like, yeah, they've been the most successful. And it, and it points to the league as much as anything else. They've they've only won two of them. They've been in three of them. This will be the fourth. And, yes, that's remarkable. But it's not like they're winning all the Super Bowls, right? They'll right. be the first team in forever if they can get this one done to go back-to-back. What will be really, really interesting is... If they win this one, and we know no team has ever won three in a row, does that draw more people to want to see that happen? Or does it draw more people to say, we don't want this team to be the team that does that? And if if people don't want this team to be the team that does that, then it's going to be hard to ever imagine a team that people want to see do it. That's the other part about this whole retirement conversation that we keep here with Kelsey and Reed. 
you mean to tell me that if the Chiefs win this game, those two guys aren't going to want to take a swing at that insurmountable thing of this sport, which is three straight Super Bowls. The Cowboys had the greatest run over a stretch. They got three in four years. They got very, very close, couldn't get it done. I think that's the best team we've seen take a swing at it, and they couldn't even get it done. If the Chiefs win this one, you, you're going to tell me that Kelsey and Reed don't want to come back and try to make that history? I don't see it. Well, I didn't even see it with the thought that if they lose the game or if they get well, bounced early in the playoffs. Right. I, like, I've, I've never really thought that that was even a legitimate thing. And then maybe, you know, after next weekend, we'll know. We'll know after next weekend what the plans are. Uh, I've loved having Reed in Kansas City for the last 11 years. I've loved having Travis Kelsey for the last 11 years. I mean, they're, they're tied together. I've not one time throughout this season or even the postseason been concerned that either one of them was leaving. Mm-hmm. I, I really haven't been, you know, and so, of course, who knows? Uh, yeah, I think you said it yesterday where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's been a lot of smoke, at least with Andy Reid over the last couple of weeks. I get it. I'm still not at that panic level yet. Oh, and there's no panic. I don't believe it's going to happen. I've said that from the beginning. I, I just don't see how those two guys don't come back in any circumstance, certainly if they win it. Maybe that's the pressure, you know, for the Chiefs to win this game is so they do. I I don't know, but um, it's been fun. A couple other interesting Super Bowl nuggets. Uh, The Madden simulation is complete. It has the Niners winning and Charvarius Ward as the game's MVP. He's been really good since going to San Francisco. Uh, So take that for what it's worth. Um, I found out Tommy yesterday got Super Bowl squares, uh, a Super Bowl square of Chiefs at zero and Niners at three. And I got to tell you, I, I'm excited about that. You get zero and three in your Super Bowl squares. Yeah. You're cooking. You're cooking. All you're you're Super Bowl square is, I, I've done it before. Yeah. All you're missing is, you know, seven and maybe four. Yeah. Those are the only ones that you're probably missing. Yeah, you you want that that three and that zero. I mean, I, t- seven is nice too. Yeah, those are but those are the three numbers. So I'm, I'm excited about that. We got the props, of course. I don't I don't think we can bet the props here in Kansas. Actually, I think that's one of the things that's restricted on us. But some of the props have been uh, a whole lot of fun. Uh, it, it was getting read some of the Taylor Swift props about lipstick colors and you know whether she's wearing a hat at the game and all kinds of fun and silly stuff like isn't there the a Super... proposal prop also for Kelsey yeah, to I, propose I think to her one from like another country or whatever he ain't proposing to Taylor Swift after the Super Bowl <laughs> come on now uh I, I mean they've been what have they been dating not even a calendar year like let's 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 come on now they haven't even had a chance to enjoy each other in their off seasons right like they've both been in the middle of an NFL season and on the world's biggest music tour of all time like let's let's see let's see let when they can get some actual time like that I can't even imagine uh that maybe that is the best way to have a relationship right with a future wife just have one where you only spend like two days out of the week together I bet they don't get in a lot of fights that way you know they're not you know, arguing about toothbrush or you know toilet seats or which way to hang the toilet paper probably yet but you know we'll 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 see but 
I, I'm excited about it. I, I love the Super Bowl. I love all the fanfare. I love all the silliness, all the craziness, all the stupid questions that will get asked by outrageous outlets next week. Like, I, I'm here for all of that. I'm a firm believer that the Monday following the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. Um, why not? Right? Like, it's it's one of the great parties of the year that the entire country participates in. I don't know that I've ever come across anybody that's just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm probably not doing anything for the Super Bowl. Like, everybody watches it. Everybody watches it either for the game, obviously, for the commercials, uh, for the halftime show. Now you've got the Taylor Swift aspect from it. It will be probably the most watched Super Bowl we've ever had in the history of Super Bowls. And and I'm here for all of it. And can we just get Monday off, please? Like, who who makes that call, by the way, on national holidays? I need to write an angry letter for a couple of these. One... Super Bowl Monday needs to be a national holiday. Two, why are we celebrating Halloween on anything other than a Saturday, right? Like, there are a few things we need to, we need to sort out with the national hall, but who, who gets that angry letter, right? Who, who, who is the recipient? Is that a president? Like, do we have to get to the president? Is it our local elected official? Like, who, who do we reach out to to make some of these changes that, like, we're all looking for political slam dunks, right? You want to win a couple political points? Go after those. I would add one to you that I don't think the 4th of July should be in the middle of the week, although I know it's the 4th of July. That but if one's you just important. Did, if you just did Independence Day and put it on a weekend. No, that uh, one, I don't, be, I, that, that's that nothing one, worse than a 4th of July on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Yeah, but the, that's like changing the day of Christmas. Like, there are reasons those are specific days. There's no reason for Halloween. Okay, well, then have the day after, have July 5th be a holiday as well. Because you stay up late and watch the fireworks. Well, then you, you get the observed, you get get the observed and, holiday at work, right? Like, don't you? Like, you typically get On up. the 4th, but not the day after. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it, it'd be it'd make more sense to... Yeah, I, I get it. I, get, I guess I don't ever... I guess I don't ever, like, anticipate a hangover from whatever 4th of July celebration is. Like, I, I you know, and I'll, I'll probably have to work for this year's Super Bowl, so it won't be this way. But most of it, like, it, you know, the Super Bowl is kind of a hangover holiday, right? Like, we need to adjust our hangover holidays. And, you know, New Year's is Eve. Is Halloween those, a hangover holiday for you? No, but Halloween's a trick-or-treating holiday, and kids uh. having to do that on a school night's a problem. It's a kid hangover holiday, yes, from all the candy and staying up late. Yeah. It, that's a kid hangover holiday for sure. And there's no, like, significance to the date. Like, who are we going to offend if we celebrate Halloween on October 28th? We change the date of Thanksgiving every year to celebrate it on, on that Thursday. To, to open up the long weekend, right? We've designed Thanksgiving that way. Nobody cares about Valentine's Day that way. Like, we just need, we need Halloween and we need, oh, you know what the other one is that I would also advocate to make a national holiday? This one will never happen, but opening day of Major League Baseball, right? Can we get like an official opening day that, you know, you get like a hall pass from work or whatever so parents can take their kids out to the ballpark and do that kind of stuff? You know, that, that'd be that another one, one I would advocate for. No, but no, it I, won't, but. I would add on the first two days of March Madness. That it, the fact that those yeah. are two working days, I don't like that yeah, either. It's not but acceptable. I mean, that one's not going to happen either. Most employers would agree with you because you know you're getting nothing out of your people yep. those days. Like, it, it, yeah, we're here in 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 body, but that's it. Like, nobody's paying attention to anything those days. Everybody's looking at their brackets. Everybody's you know on the horn, getting ready uh, to. 
brag that they got the first. But I got all four games right in the first window. Here we go, man. Like, it's going to be great. You know, that's that's all anybody cares about on March Madness for the first couple of days. I, I agree with that. Is that a hangover? Yeah, that'd be a that qualify as a hangover, that'd be a hangover holiday too. Yeah, yep. That that definitely, especially we maybe just the Friday of you know because you're not you're not going to have a hangover Thursday morning, but I think there's a lot of folks that that are definitely hungover on Friday from the opening day of March Madness. So I think like the closest you, thing that we got to that was when the opening rounds were here in Wichita, and it was like the city shut down. I would imagine that next most year. Most places like you just didn't you didn't work. You went downtown. Yeah, uh, I've never experienced and I, this is completely off topic. I've never experienced Wichita like that. That was incredible. I can't wait for that to come back next year. It was as uh, on display as I've ever seen the city. And yeah, it'll be back next year. And, and you know, it was very unfortunate that we lost it in the covid year at the same time. It, it will it will allow enough time that it will be just as. Uh, momentous, I think, for the city, and that everybody's going to get behind it again. Wichita's, uh, the good news for us here, Wichita's going to be in the rotation for the rest of time, right? Like, that's not going to be a problem. One, it allows, for the NCAA, it it allows for Kansas to play close to home, you know, whenever it can, and, and that, you know, that matters. I don't know if we'll get as good a draw as we got that first year. I mean, we were very, very fortunate. You had unreal fan bases at Houston, Michigan, San Diego state, and then Kansas like that. The draw of the fan bases was incredible for us here. And I don't know that we'll get that lucky again, uh, but we'll, we'll get Kansas or Kansas. We'll, we'll, that'll happen a lot. I'm going to put it on the record right now. I know we're a little over a year from that. We got to do sports daily live from downtown next year for those two. I mean, cause it'll be leading up right to the, the first games of that opening window. So I'm putting that on the record right now. We're over a year from that. We got to get that set up so we can make that happen. Jad, uh, I need, I need you. You may not already know this. Are we allowed to drink beer on the air? (laughs) I think you, I think the two of you might be able to, there's no way I can. Okay. Nobody would ever know. Isn't there some CNN anchor who gets like hammered every year on the new year's broadcast? Well, I don't, don't think he those works guys... for CNN anymore. I think he got fired. Who did? Uh, Don Lemon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? He's gone. When did he yeah. get fired? But doesn't but but uh, Anderson Cooper also in, indulges on the on the Does New he? Year's broadcast, right? Okay. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be a good reason not to. Uh, but you know, like if we can get down there and and you know get in on the festivities, maybe. Yeah, that'd be, I'm in. Hmm. Let's make that happen. Fun. Well, on our yeah, sister he, station, our very own Guy Bauer. Uh, of the good life, he uh, tests wine from uh, every now and then. So uh, we'll see. There you go. Yeah. Does he? But does he have to spit it out when he tests the wine? I don't think so. No. We my it's a waste we of went wine. To a, we went to a vineyard. My dad, my brother, and I. And <laughs> we're talking about like you know the Clampets inner Northern California. Like we go to this vineyard and and we like there people are spitting out their wine and I'm looking over. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like I'm not spitting that out. Like what are we, they're giving us free wine. Like what are we doing here? As long and I as I guess it's one way or the other. I don't know. As long as I have the ability to shut your microphones off, I think you guys could possibly 
probably best not to overindulge, but uh, yeah. Well, it's not it's a, always a always a good lesson in life. Uh, yeah. yeah, you might have to be a little quick trigger on the on the delay button a little more than normal. Um, not like we don't keep you on our toes anyway. I, I think we do that. Uh, that's part of the fun. Keep Jad on his toes. The callers certainly do that. Uh, Gary also chimes in on Kelsey, by the way. And this is interesting. He says some people in Kansas City are not that fond of Kelsey. He lives there. I would I would venture to guess, Gary, that you were in the vast, 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 vast minority on that. Like I, I he has there was a poll and we ran this the other day in the newscast just because, you know, you, you're everyone's having fun with all the silliness. There was a poll on what player, what NFL player would you want to have as a neighbor? And do you know now who pulled higher than Patrick Mahomes? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey has become the league's biggest celebrity. He was always, you know, sort of like a small-time he He's in every commercial. When was the last time a non-quarterback did this, Tommy? Like, Travis Kelsey's popularity is soaring. And it was before Taylor Swift. It is now, obviously, with Taylor Swift. But he's hosting SNL, he, and, and a lot of that is coattailing Mahomes, and they have fun with that at times. But I don't think there's very many people that don't enjoy Travis Kelsey. This podcast they have now, I mean, it's it is the simplest. Like it's not this insane production value. It's not, but but it's still so much fun to listen to because you've got these two brothers just, you know, yucking it up. I, I think it's better than the Manning cast. And I haven't watched much of the Manning cast, and it's not anything against the Mannings. It's just that I'd rather watch the football game. But I don't know. I I think that he's as likable a character as the NFL has, period, right now. Like, Nick Bosa's a guy that I think most people don't like, and the Bosa, like, they're kind of the villain, bad guys, whatever. I don't know. I could be wrong on this. I think Kelsey's trash talk is endearing. I think we kind of like it. I wouldn't call him. I don't think likable is the right word, although I think he is. But I, I, I don't think like. I think... Uh, You're talking about from the general public standpoint. Yeah, I think he's popular. I think there's a difference between being popular and being likable. You know, I don't think that he's like this lovable teddy bear that, you know, you... I think Jason is. His brother is. I'm not sure Travis is. Like, Travis is the the high school jock. They got the cheerleader. Like, that's that's basically what... And th- there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that I think he's an unlikable guy. I'm just not sure that that's the first word I would use to describe him. Maybe I'm off on that. I could be wrong. I, I I would I would guess that he's one of the most likable players in the NFL. And and he's been he's they've cast themselves more a little bit more of an of the villain role this year. But that's the chip on the shoulder thing. We'll see. Uh, we're, we're getting closer. The most Super negative Bowl. adjective I can think of might be, I don't know, meathead. But that but it's fully yeah. embraced, right? Like his brother yeah, calls I, him the Yeti. Like yeah. I don't know. I think Gronkowski was more of the meathead, you know, dumb yeah, jock, you know, you kind of guy. Yeah, that's a little bit no different. Question. Gronk, Gronk no is different than Kelsey is. Gronk embraces it too. Gronk was also likable for that reason. But yeah, yes, yeah. I, I, that's that's a good one. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Um, Ku this weekend, that game against Houston, just a massive, massive test for them at home. How must win is it? I, I, I'm going back and forth on that. We'll we'll get into it when we return on Sports Daily.
Welcome back into Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster here with you on this Friday. All right, so Houston and Kansas, premier game of the weekend. Uh, there's a lot of really good ones this weekend, by the way. But this is this is as good or better than any of them, I would, I would say. Uh, and we're biased to that, of course. But I look at it, and I'm trying to decide whether I think this is must win. I, I think there – so Kansas sits right now one game back – of Houston in the Big 12 standings. If they lose, they would only be two games back of Houston in the Big 12 standings. So I I, I don't know that I would call it must win. The other part of that is, is Houston going to, you know, how many losses is Houston going to have in the league, right? Let's, let's say Houston wins and they sit at two losses. Are they going to fall to five or six losses? Does any team, and I think that becomes the question, can any team in the Big 12 run this thing through where they only have like three or four losses? Houston may be the most likely to be able to do that, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think we'll either get to five like we did last year, Tommy, or maybe it gets even higher this year. And so that's what makes me think it's not must win yet for Kansas. I don't think three is likely, but I do think four could happen. And if it is going to be four, it's probably going yeah. to be Houston. No, I, if it's four, they got to they got to win this game for sure. I just mm-hmm. don't know if I think it's going to be four, and that's where I get in. Like, try just to be predictive. Again, none of this really matters for the NCAA tournament, but just like I don't know. Like, is Houston that dominant? Are they that good? Because I think they'd be the most likely to do it if a team's going to do it. Texas Tech's not going to do it. I don't think Iowa State's going to do it. I've told you before, TCU's kind of this team that I've got my eye on as as a—it's not that they're a dark horse, but they should have beat Kansas. They kind of got hosed in that deal. I, I, I think Houston's the most likely if a team's going to do it, and I just don't know that I think that they're, they're good enough for that. And I think they're great. They may be my national championship pick when push comes to shove at the end of the year. I just— are they really going to run through this gauntlet with only one or two more losses? That that just seems like that's too much of a challenge for anybody. Yeah, I think that one of the keys to the game for the Jayhawks tomorrow is to do everything that they can to limit LJ Cryer. They are familiar with Cryer. Of course, Cryer mm-hmm. played at Baylor for a number of years, so they've the, the Jayhawks have faced him before. And Cryer's been really good this season, except in the two conference losses that Houston has against Iowa State and TCU. In those two games, Cryer scored five points in each game, and he was two of 13 combined from three in both of those games. And so if the Jayhawks can limit him, then at that point, you know, he's a direct correlation to his performance and how well the Cougars do. So they're going to have to do defensively a good job on him to have a better shot to win that game. But on the flip side, we know how great of a defensive team Houston is. And so they've got to find creative ways to try to disrupt that defense that Houston brings to the table. Uh, I would imagine that Houston is going to down as they are every game. And so, you know, Bill Self is going to have to, and I'm sure he already has, draw up good ideas and strategies to get around that defense that Houston plays. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's that's the challenge for anybody. It's what makes Kelvin Sampson so successful is his ability to coach defense. I mean, it's you're looking at two of the more brilliant defensive minds head to head for this first time. I love this game. We don't have the lines out on it yet. 
Um, so we don't know the over-under. We don't know the spread. I, I suspect Kansas will be a slight, slight, very small favorite uh, in that it'll be a very low total. Uh, but we don't have that yet. We'll get it in the morning. I, I This is it's what's wild about it is if, if it's felt like it's sort of slipping away for Kansas, there there's absolutely a scenario where they're in first place in the Big 12 by, by Sunday, right? If they can beat Houston, if Iowa State falls in Waco to Baylor— and if Cincinnati goes on the road and beats Texas Tech, that, I mean, there you go. Like that's, and that's when I look at those kinds of things. I think that's what for me. It's like I, I don't, I don't know who's going to come out on top. I think it's going to be a jumbled mess. I, I don't think any one team. I've said that for a few weeks now. I don't think there will be an outright winner. I think in some combination we'll have at least two teams up there. I think it could be more than two. I think it'd be three or four. I mean, honestly, like, and I haven't done the math on the schedules to see how that plays out. I just think there are so many teams in this league that are so close. Like if I, like, I can't even tell you as simple as who do I think the best team in the league is not who's going to finish on target. Like who do I think the best team in the big 12 is? I, I can't even answer that. I have no idea. Well, I think tomorrow we'll tell you a, a really a lot about that. Uh, honestly, it will. When it's but all will it? Like, up. are you gonna? No matter if I mean, maybe if one team dominates the other, we would say okay. But in any other outcome, are you? Are we really gonna step away? Like, if Houston loses in Lawrence, are we gonna step away and be like, oh, it's definitively Kansas now? No, Houston well, had to go play in Lawrence. It depends on how it all turns out. That's why I said one if it's that, a blowout, that's yeah. one thing. I don't think that's gonna happen, but. One thing to keep in mind that is just, it's crazy, just the the dominance of Bill Self at home. There have been 13 games inside Allen Fieldhouse in Bill Self's career where KU, it's a top 10 matchup, but KU is the lower ranked team. Yep. Bill Self is 13-0 in those games in top 10 matchups at home when the Jayhawks are the lower ranked team. They're number eight. Houston is number four. Bill Self has never lost one of those games before. It's just, it's, it's wild. That's crazy, uh, you know, to have that streak. The other thing about Houston that I think is really important is we know how locked down they are defensively. That's their calling card. They're very aggressive, but what they do is when they're aggressive, they get fouls called on them. And I would think, especially inside Allen Fieldhouse, the Jayhawks are going to get to the line tomorrow. I would almost, I'd bet, you know, money on that, that the Jayhawks will get to the line Quite a bit tomorrow because, number one, it's in Allen Allen Fieldhouse. And number two, because we know that Houston plays really aggressive defense. If Kansas can make their free throws, that that may be the difference maker in this game when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, totally. They could also lock Houston down and it just gets so ugly that they're in good shape. There's there's a billion different ways I could see that game going. I mean, really, like I... I, I'm I'm gonna have a hard time betting it because I just don't know how to bet it. I would bet Kansas shows up in a big way. I'll tell you that. I don't think they're gonna let us down for this one. I don't even know. Like I don't think we're a hundred percent clear on Kevin McCuller yet. Yeah, I suspect yeah, yeah. I suspect that he'll mark. play. But I mean, if, if Kevin McCuller's not playing, like, and that's the thing too. So let's say Houston beats Kansas by eight points, but it was without McCuller. Does that really change your opinion on anything? I don't think it does for me. If Kansas came out and won by 16 without McCuller, then maybe I'm like, oh, okay, like now we're finding our groove here. But I, I don't. I just don't think those things are going to happen. It, it, I and we'll continue to have this exercise over the next month 
because we're just not going to know. We're just I I don't think there's any team in this league that's going to that's going to do enough to run away with it. I think up until the last game of the regular season, this thing will be undecided and open. I I think it's going to be a tie at the top. I don't even know what the tiebreakers are, don't really care. But what's so fun about it and what's been so fun about it is like as we look around college basketball, of these like tell me which of these teams you could absolutely say you don't think is capable of going to a Final Four. Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, TCU, Baylor. I think undoubtedly those teams could make that case. I think you could add Texas Tech. I think they've done enough to this point. Again, I haven't seen BYU, but just based on the metrics, you'd be crazy to say they couldn't get to that point. We know Texas has the talent. I don't think... I would put them in that conversation. I would not put Kansas State in that conversation. And I don't think I'd put Oklahoma in that conversation, but that may be a shame on me thing. Maybe Oklahoma is that. But we're talking about legitimately seven or eight of these teams that you can see in the Final Four. Like, they are good enough where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I would probably, if it were me, I'd probably take Iowa State out. I don't think that Iowa State is a great shooting team. Um, and so that's, that might Neither be something that flaws them down the stretch. So I would take Iowa State out if it were me. I think Iowa State can make a run in the tournament. I'm not sure they're a Final Four team. But Kansas isn't a great shooting team either. Yeah, but Kansas has other ways that it, you know they make that up. Um, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't in my Final Four conversation. I would put Baylor in that conversation as well to be a Final Four team this season. With their talent again, Drew I think Nod. they could be. It's just Scott think, Drew. Yeah, Nod. yeah. It, you know, and, and Scott Drew has you know gotten them all the way. So you know that that's a benefit of the doubt type thing for Baylor. I'm just not sure that the talent that they've got this season would take them all the way to a Final Four. But other than that, I mean, yeah, TCU is going to be a really tough out in the tournament. They may be on that fringe of a team that you could maybe envision going that far. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, Kansas, Houston. BYU, um, you know, the, those teams are there. I like Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma is a really good basketball team. Yeah, and that's something that, um, you know, they may fly under the radar and they have this entire season so far. That may continue into the tournament where not a lot of people are picking them to go deep, but quietly, Porter Mosier has put together a really good basketball squad. TCU, here's an intro. I just pulled this up. So TCU is, you can get 19 to 1 right now. To regular to be a Big Twelve regular season winner. What's wild about the Big Twelve? So think about that. Remember, nineteen to one to win the Big Twelve. You know what they are to win the national championship? Twenty-five to one, thirty to one, twenty to one, twenty to one. Wow! You almost get the exact same odds for them to win the national championship as you do to win the Big Twelve. What does that tell you about the Big Twelve? I mean, I think that tells it, well, you all you need to know about the Big Twelve. So it t- it tells me that I think there's going to be a tie at the top. It tells me at how difficult it's going to be for any one of these teams. So not only do you have to be, you know, good. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. 
Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Enough to win enough, but you have to be good enough that some other team doesn't also sit there at the top. That's what the crazy thing is. Like, if that doesn't explain, like, that lays it out perfectly. You, TCU, according to the odds, is just as likely to win a national championship as it is to win the Big 12. That's crazy. That is wild. Let me pull up Kansas real quick just to see if the same dynamic exists here. It tells me you can put any team outside of the Big 12 in that conference. They're going to lose basketball games. I mean, it's by far the best basketball conference in America. All right. So, yeah, that dynamic only exists with TCU because to win the Big 12, Kansas is at seven and a half to one to win the national championship. They're 30 to one. So that doesn't exist for every team, uh, but it does for TCU, who I want to throw a dart at them to win the Big 12. I, I don't know why. I just I have this feeling. I don't know. I could. I, I liked them a lot last year, too, and it's probably just carryover from that. Uh, but it's fun. We love it. God, it's been a blast to watch the bit. And, and we're, we're, not, we're like halfway through it. It's going to be even better down the stretch. Some of these teams are going to get really good, and some of them will probably fall a little flat. We'll continue Sports Daily when we return. All Brockton Caster, your calls on the KFH Hotline, 869-1240. Don't go away. All right, welcome back in uh, to Sports Daily. Tommy, are you, I'm curious about this. This is a total... Curveball. Are you an energy shot connoisseur? Like, are you an energy shot guy? An energy shot or an energy drink? Yeah, like the little, like, no, no, no the energy no, no, shots. No. I've never You're done not. the shots before. Nope. Are you an energy drink person? Yeah, I've got one. In front got of one right here. now. Yeah. So I am not an energy drink person. I, I do the energy shots. Like, I can count, like, a, a Red Bull if I'm dying in Vegas. Like, I don't, I don't do the energy drinks. But I do really enjoy the energy shots because, you know, you can be done with it. I don't – they're too sweet. I don't like to play. We're about to unroll some energy shots. I think they should get in stores here today, but they're tea-based, and I'm really curious about that. I I Mm. just like offhand because I was dealing with something else during the commercial break. And the reason I ask is there's been a lot of chatter, so a lot of people are trying them, and they're like, ah, you know, I I don't know. I've never been an energy shot person. I'm like, well, have you ever had an energy shot there in tents? Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm excited to try those tonight when they get into the I've store. I've tried to, what... yeah, the, the older I've gotten, I've tried to wean off the energy. 
drinks as much as I can. Oh, like I feel every like I once need in a while, all oh energy I'll drinks drink though. Yeah, drink, yeah. drink. Like I'll drink. Uh, I, I try to drink more coffee now. I mean, I, yeah. I have to have caffeine. Um, so I'm trying to coffee than anything else. Um, but every once in a while, I'll grab an energy drink. I know they're super unhealthy and probably they are doing the, more harm than good. Yeah, but. the try it. Try a shot. They're not unhealthy. From my every ours won't be because they're tea based. But even even some of the others are. I I don't think like they're. It, it really does pack it in. So I have found myself as I get older needing like so I have coffee in the morning right and I need just. I, I've reached the age where I fall asleep in the middle of the day, right? Where like you sit down and you just pass out. And my wife swears I have narcolepsy. And I'm like, honey, like this happens to every man on the planet. Like I have reached. So like I find myself all the time in the middle of the day. I'm like, I got to have something here. I can't like I got to I got to power through. And so I, I do those. I'm curious to see those tonight. Yeah, That's guys, I'm, I'm a step or Go so. Ahead, Jed. I'm a step or so older than you guys. So it was about the time I got your guys age. That I gave up energy drinks entirely. Yeah. I, I really kind of had to at that point. And even like even now, even the shots aren't something I can go for even now. The tea thing I'm interested in. Yeah, try one, let me know. And I have yeah. not tried them yet. They're, they they arrive literally tonight. So I, I will try. And I know I've been excited about this for a long time. I haven't really been able to talk about it. I can now because they'll literally be in the store in a little bit. But. I've been because I am a connoisseur of those things. And like, so I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. Some people have said like they're, they're really good if you just pour it into your tea, which makes mm. sense. Yeah. Um, so I, I would I'm, drink, like, I'll, I'll go a day and, and have, you know, two or three cups of coffee in the morning and then just drink iced tea throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, and, so you get and like I'm, a slow and steady yeah. fix of it. Yeah. And I'm an unsweet iced tea guy. I don't. Me, me too. I me don't too. want sugar in it. I don't need flavoring. I, like literally just give me the plain unsweet yeah. iced tea uh, and I'm good to go. Well, that's what people ask. They always say when they they're like, what's your favorite? I'm like, unsweet iced tea, like the unsweet mm-hmm. regular tea. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, okay. it's delicious. It's amazing. Here's a question I got to ask you, though, Jacob, because it seems like you would be for this in one way and against it in another way. So it's just one word I got to throw out there uh, to see okay. if HTO has any plans. The word is kombucha. Uh, no, the the word from us would be no. At least from anything I've ever gathered, that's not our wheelhouse. That the like, thing we're is, iced, it we're is iced tea. tea. No, I know, and and boba and all that stuff. No, there there are other people that do that really really well. I, I don't. I personally don't have any interest in it. I don't think there's any interest at a higher up level. Like we're laser focused on being the best at iced tea, just like regular old like you know iced tea. All right. Uh, so no, I I don't I don't think so. Um, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm not, never say never. I don't, I'm not at the authority to say that, but that, <laughs> I don't, I don't believe so. Um, little, so I intended here and we have a couple minutes, Tommy, LeBron James. Now there are rumors that the Lakers would like to trade him, which is interesting and makes sense. I, I get it. I don't know that he'll want to be traded at this stage in his life. We'll see, but there's a team that would be really interesting. That would obviously have a lot of, uh, interest for us. Boy, Oklahoma City would make a ton of sense, wouldn't it? They've got all kinds of draft capital. They are so flipping loaded, so good. Like, you want to talk about – so 
So the, a bunch of local TV stations, including KWCH, got the broadcast rights to some Oklahoma City Thunder games. So like their their Friday games air on the KCW now, and I'm like, this timing for these local TV stations. Could you imagine if LeBron James was playing the rest of this season in Oklahoma City? I can, I can imagine it. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, Rich Paul, his agent, uh, just said today that oh, he's, okay. not, he's not being traded. He's not going to request a trade. So whether or not, not well, no, I think that the report out of L.A., and it was from a reporter there, that the Lakers are would, would like to trade him. I don't know that LeBron, I don't think LeBron would like to be traded. He's he's a family man now. That's why he's in L.A., I think, to begin with, his son and all these things. Doesn't he have, he's got to have a no-trade clause. I mean, I'm sure that that's oh, he can, part he's of. Oh, he's got a I'll do whatever I want clause. Like, yes, he, he can do anything he wants. And I, and, I, and again, and it'll maybe it'll become a topic for another day. I've got no issue with guys being like, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, I know some people are like, oh, that's so selfish or whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. Put yourself in that situation. I cannot imagine yeah. right now somebody saying, hey, we need you to go and uh, go work the next six months in, in uh, you know, Atlanta. Be like, what? No, I'm not doing that. Like, my family's yeah. here. So I get it. I totally get it. We, we hold that. And, and I get it. They're millionaires. You go do it. If somebody offered me a million dollars, maybe I would do it. I don't know. Maybe my wife would kick me out the door. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Uh, but we'll see. That'll be a story to follow next week, though, because if there's any team in position to do it, it'd be the Thunder. They got all kinds of draft picks, and they are good right now at the highest level. We'll come back. We'll wrap up Sports Daily. Busy day on the networks this weekend. We'll tell you about it next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.